Well, hi there and welcome. It's Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you, and you can talk about just about anything today. It's our monthly unscripted show on this great feast of St. John Bosco. I'm Jerry Usher, along with Debbie Giorgiani. We have the show team. Ace McKay is our producer. Matt Gabensky is the one you'll talk to when you call in. And Rich Jesse is on social media today. And Debbie, it's, like I said, just about anything people would like to talk about today. Our unscripted, monthly unscripted, is very, very popular. This is the last day of January, so this is your chance to revisit past topics that we've discussed together as the Take-Two family. You can suggest future topics. We are adding to the calendar for March already, so you could add some topics, or you can um, address anything, pretty much anything, like Jerry said, that's on your mind or heart, and we can talk about it. If you have a situation that's going on in your family or in your work, we'd like to talk about that as well, because because we are the mystical body of Christ. Here is the number, unscripted. Let's go, folks. 833-288-3986. This is also one of those shows when if you were on the line on a previous episode and we didn't have time to get to you, that's the only thing we dislike about the show is we have to end it at a certain point every day, and that leaves many of you on the line unable to get on the program. So if you were on hold during a previous broadcast, just let Matt know that when you call in. We'll put you up uh, near the top of the, uh, the the order there. The number is 833-288-3986. So much going on in the world, in the church, probably in your life. And we can talk about... Like we say, just about anything here, you can call in with your your take on today's, uh, your question or your topic. You can post it on social media, Facebook or YouTube. We're streaming the video there. Hello. You can post it on our, well, you can email us, take2 at EWTN.com and on the show website at take2show.com. Couple open lines and so you can get right in, 833-288-3986. Remember that we are a safe a platform for all of us to come together and to talk about things. We don't really want to have some um, big uh, arguments or debates. We really want to just get to know one another and explore things together and walk away, like we always say, a little bit changed, a little bit closer to God. So you don't have to be Catholic to call in. If you're listening, we consider you part of the family. 833-288-3986. And Jerry, since it's unscripted, may I please add something to this episode? Sure. Um, Fullness of Truth Conferences. They are wonderful. And I have had the um, privilege, honor, and experience of being able to be a speaker at um, a few of them. And I'm very excited that there's one coming up right around the corner during Lent. And it's in Alexandria, Louisiana. And it's February 23rd through the 25th. It's uh, titled Real Presence, Real Power, The Eucharistic Life, and the Science of Sainthood. And it's just super exciting. And, and listen to the uh, lineup of speakers. I'm, I'm one of them. And, and then we've got uh, uh, Matthew Leonard, amazing, Dr. Brant Petrie, Dr. Michael Barber, Aaron Franco, and um, uh, music by, by Josh Blakesley. I mean, just amazing. And I'm going to get to do the youth track as well as speak for the adults. And I'm, I'm, I'm just so thrilled about that. I'm going to bring in Blessed Carlo Acutis. Mm-hmm. And so please, folks, if you're in driving distance, walking distance, flying distance, get 
registered at fullnessoftruth.org for the Real Presence, Real Power Conference, February 23rd to the 25th. And I understand they are going to hopefully sell out, so that's exciting. Hope they do. I imagine they will. They usually do for mm-hmm. those conferences. Speaking of Blessed Carlo Acutis, we got an email. Um, actually, Christine called in. Christine from Indianapolis left a message, said, We need even more prayers. My sister with blood cancer now has the flu sepsis and infections and is suffering greatly i have been inspired to ask carla wakutis to intercede for her please join me in that so christine in indianapolis you will have the prayers of the entire take two family going up with you yeah i've got the prayer book out because we have prayers tomorrow too because it's the first of the month and it's whom or what are you praying for but this is unscripted so we really uh want to hear from you any if you want a praise report you need prayers you want to talk about something this is your show this is the place to that we come together we are friends we are family let's go folks fill up those phone lines 833-288-3986 and i just got a message saying can you give the website again on fullness of truth yes fullnessoftruth.org. Thank you so much. Okay, fullnessoftruth.org. 833-288-3986. We have some shows that we do regularly once a month. One of them is unscripted. Another is all about relationships. Debbie mentioned our Whom or What Are You Praying For show tomorrow. That's one of our two monthly prayer shows. The other one is urgent prayer intentions around the middle of the month. So today, here at the end of this month, before we get into February, we have an opportunity to talk with you about just about any topic you would like to bring up. You can talk about your faith life, your prayer life, uh, your work life, your family life, what's going on in your neighborhood, your state, your town, our country, the church. And we'll just do our best, as Debbie said, to have a, a friendly conversation about whatever it is that's on your mind or on your heart. Mm-hmm. So got about uh, two or three lines still open. Matt Gabinski is screening some calls. So here is the number for you to dial, 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six. I love the Take Two family. Yes, when I go to the Fullness of Truth conference, I will be talking about Blessed Carlo Acutis. Yes, yes, and yes. Everybody's. There. I love talking about him, Jerry. Absolutely mm-hmm. love it. I love talking about his mom, Antonia Salzano Acutis, and I just love. Um, Wow, I just I think he's such a powerhouse of a saint. What do you, what do you say? You know, uh, with, yeah. I agree. He's getting more and more popular mm-hmm. by the by the by the minute, practically. And yeah. I think God raises up people like him for certain times in in world history. So he's definitely a saint for our time. And uh, speaking of saints for our time, this is I, I want to if I can quickly mention. I don't know if I mentioned this to you or, or Ace off the air. Um, a saint that goes back to the time of Jesus is Saint Jude. And the arm of St. Jude, a relic of, of the arm of St. Jude, is making its way around uh, the United States with Father Carlos Martins of the Companions of the Cross. And Debbie, our parish here, the Basilica of St. Paul, will host it wow. on Friday, February 23rd, two weeks from, uh, three weeks from this Friday. And we're expecting massive crowds. So if anybody's in the central Florida area or if you want to get here, it's the Basilica of St. Paul. Go to stpaldaytona.org for uh, information you'll see it right there on the home page click a link but we are so excited it's it's really it's a several inch long piece of, mm-hmm. of one of the arms of saint jude and it's making its way around the country so it'll be here in daytona beach if anybody wants to come and join us for that friday february 23rd veneration starts at 2 p.m goes to 10 p.m with a mass at seven o'clock so very cool Okay, we're going to get started with your phone calls here in a moment, 833-288-3986. It is unscripted. Almost anything goes here on this episode of Take Two. 
lot of calls to get to. One line is open. It might have your name on it. Unscripted. What topic would you like to discuss here on the program? It's it's your show every day uh, that we air this show, but most especially on Unscripted because we don't bring a topic. You do at 833-288-3986. Very quickly, before we go to the calls, you can carry EWTN with, with you wherever you go. You can download the free EWTN app and enjoy live TV, radio streams, uh, audio and video on demand. Of course, you get EWTN news, all of the program schedules, prayers, devotionals. It is uh, maybe the maybe the number one Catholic app in the world. I don't know. It's got to be very close. EWTN app. Download it at EWTNapps.com today. So we're talking about all these um wonderful events happening in Louisiana and in Florida. And so Mary Beth just sent a message and said, when are you guys coming to New York? We're working on a, a reunion, a stand tall, another event and a pilgrimage. So we're working on things. It's, it's just hard to choose an area at the right time with everybody's schedules, but we're working on it. We have, and definitely New York is one of the areas. I'd like to get back to the North American martyrs, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that would be really cool. But we're working on it, folks, and we know we we're hearing all of your messages and reading all of them, and and we everybody's ready for a reunion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's good. Okay, Lisa is in San Antonio, Texas, on Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Lisa. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I I was just calling in because I wanted to seek prayer for my brother Edward and his wife Nicole. They are struggling right now. Um, they've been married for three years, I believe, maybe four, and their uh, their baby is due in April. And I think with all the pregnancy hormones going on, they're having a really rough patch, and now they're talking divorce. And mm-hmm. so I just want to lift them up in prayer because I really think that they can get through this, you know, get over this hump. But we just need some prayer warriors. Absolutely. We we put them, at, at your brother, Ed and Nicole, in the book, Lisa. Lisa, since you're so close with them, uh, are they seeking out any professional help for this so they don't wait for like something to happen after the baby's born, like postpartum depression or anything like that? Because the reason why I say that is we do a lot of life coaching and we work with couples um, as and co- engaged couples and then couples that are starting their family. And it really would be beneficial, I think, if they had some professional professional help have you have you suggested to them to to maybe go to a catholic counselor or a therapist just to make sure that they have that support definitely but she's not open to anything i mean she you know my brother's attending church by himself she doesn't want any counseling she's not i mean she's just doesn't you know doesn't want to she's like shutting down i guess but she doesn't want to seek any type of help yeah then we need to really pray because that it, a lot of times that it, it it doesn't just well I, I let's let's be hopeful and 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 pray in that direction that that when after she has the baby things will things will get better but let's also I mean continue to pray that she'll be open down the road because a lot of times you want to get these professionals in uh, now rather than later because once it goes too far down where there's a lot of problems and continued. Uh, separation or fighting or anything like that, it gets it's harder and harder to bring it back together. Absolutely. I agree. And um, we just, that's exactly what I've told our family. I'm like, well, all we can do is pray, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Let's let, uh, and maybe he's, Lady, he's un, Lady, un, 
Yeah, Lady Undoer of Knots. Let's do some novenas. Mm-hmm. Actually, Lisa, since you're the sister um, of your of your brother there, can you maybe add a little fasting? Add a little fasting on behalf of your um, uh, your brother and his wife, and see if we get some quicker, you know, a faster movement in this direction. Sure, absolutely. Okay. Okay, cool. And it doesn't have to be, yeah, it doesn't have to be fasting from food. It could be just fasting from like electronics or fasting from TV or something like that. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll do. Thank you all so much. Thanks, Lisa, for the call. 833-288-3986. It is unscripted today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you. We'll go to Loren next in Rochester, New York, listening on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Loren. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Doing well. How about you? Good. Um, I don't have so much a question, but a comment. I heard you before the break talking about the relic of St. Jude, and I just mm-hmm. was inspired to call because it came. they brought the relic to our church recently, and I was able to go and venerate, and it was just an amazing experience. Yeah. Um, so hopefully with you, you know, talking about it, coming around, um, more people will be able to go and to experience this, you know, once in a lifetime, for me, I feel, you know, soulful yeah. experience. My understanding is this is the first time the uh, relic has ever been out of Italy, um, so it's it's a very big deal. I, I'd be curious to know, Loren, if, if, you, if you can give me just a ballpark, you know, how, like how many, how big is your parish and how many people, was this like really, really jammed, crowded? We're kind of, we're, we're, we're three weeks out from our visit by the relic and we're already kind of thinking, how, how big is this, you know, going to be? How, how big was it for your parish? It was really, <clears throat> they did a lot. So they, um, they had confessions going mm-hmm. on. They had about four or five priests there doing confessions in different rooms so you could do that they had the people that sell like the rosaries and everything um i brought my kids when i got there i got there at the very you know kind of beginning of the hours but it went all the way until i think about 10 p.m um when i was there the line was moving it was relatively long but not unbearable and the really inspiring thing about even waiting in that line was that you know you start talking to people and at our parish, it was a last-minute thing. I didn't, we didn't even know it was going to be happening until a few days before, hmm. and they really got the word out. So I was standing in line, and I met a really wonderful lady who told me and my kids, do you want to hear about my St. Jude Novena that, that I prayed and that worked for me? And it was just so inspiring to hear her story about, you know, what the Novena meant to her that she had prayed earlier, you know, in her life and how it, you know, it helped with a situation in her life. And then I had to go somewhere, but I said, you know, I'm going to go back because I couldn't get into confession right there. Wanted to go back. I met another wonderful lady waiting in line for confession. So the whole experience, seeing the relic, you know, venerating it, meeting people, you know, the confessions, the mass, they had a mass. It was just something I probably won't ever forget. Yeah, it's it's a, it's an event. It really is a multifaceted event, and I'm glad you had that experience, Loren. Um, just want to let people know if they're curious um, about where this uh, St. Jude, uh, the Arm of St. Jude tour is going. You can find that at Apostle of the Impossible. Dot com since he is the the patron of uh, hopeless and, and and impossible and desperate cases apostle of the impossible dot com Loren thank you very much for shedding some light on that for us you've got me even more excited now for February twenty third here at my parish 
And what I, I have heard um, from various reports from around the country, it's, it's pretty packed when, mm -hmm. when um, the relic shows up. Yeah. 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 So that's great. That's great. So, so expect the crowds, and that's a good yeah. thing during Lent. Yeah. All right, 833-288-3986. What would you like to talk about today going on in your life, someone else's life, your family, your neighborhood, the church, the world? 833-288-3986. Danny is in Cleveland, Ohio, listening on The Rock to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Hi, Danny. Hi, Jerry and Debbie. May the grace of the good Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Yes. I am praying for that first... Um, email that you read about the sepsis mm -hmm. and the blood mm -hmm. cancer. Mm -hmm. um, if you, you guys recall, I called a few months ago. I had kidney, can had mm -hmm. kidney cancer. Mm -hmm. That's the key word. Um, we were able to take out part of the kidney, and the pathology report came back good. No treatment, no radiation. Um, it's a long road to recovery with some headaches and some nausea, but we are getting there. It's post uh seven weeks today, so I thought it was a perfect day to let you guys know what's going mm -hmm. on. Um, and again, it's just a long road to recovery, still looking for prayers and asking for prayers, but the important thing is prayers work because the cancer didn't spread, and we are um, going back to work next Wednesday doing the Lord's work as a nurse. Mm -hmm. And I want to just say thank you guys to you mm -hmm. two. Have to take it slow there, uh, I heard that. Wow. I've got to take it. I'm only doing three days a week, which is okay. eight hour shift as okay. a nurse. But um, I just am going to do the Lord's work and take care of people. Um, and I all I owe it to my family. Most importantly, my mom, mm -hmm. Teresa, my oh. family and oh. my my EWTN family. So I just want to say thank you to everybody, and uh, prayers work, and let's just keep praying for everybody, especially to St. Peregrine for those who have cancer. Yes, yes. Oh, Danny, what a glorious day it is today. We are praising God with you. Way to go. Uh, thank you, God. Thank you, all of the angels and saints. Danny, we're so happy for you. And now you can get back to to your um, your job, your career, your vocation, your ministry. And uh, you're right. You're going to pace yourself, do it slowly. But you got a lot of a lot of life to live, and you got a lot of work to do. So God wants you here to help others, and you're doing it so beautifully with your heart. It's so obvious. It's coming right through the radio, Danny. We're so happy today. What a what a great day. Yeah, and Danny, I, I have a quick question, if you don't mind. Um, I know we 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 always you know, we love nurses, teachers, first responders on the show and people who are just really out there doing the kind of uh, vocational work that you do. So your heart is already very, very beautiful in how you, you, know, you treat the patients and all of that. I'm just curious if you have any sense of how, having been through this yourself, how this might, you know, I mean, speculation maybe, but how this might even change how you approach your work as a nurse. It's going to change it dramatically. Yeah. There are days, it's sometimes as we all go in, and that's a terrible thing to say, it's just the job. But no, I'm going in with more perseverance to do the Lord's work and to bow down to the cross to say, hey, I'm still having some residual after effects. Again, the uh, fatigue, nausea, and headaches, but it's going to dissipate, and we're going to do the Lord's work and we're, we're, we're going to take it easy, like um, I told Debbie, and you, but we, we're going to approach things from a different light, and 
with more, you know, the four C's in nursing, caring, compassion, Christianity, and a little bit of comedy. <laughs> there you go. Good deal. Awesome. Love that comedy part, Danny. <laughs> Thanks, Danny. God bless yeah. you. Prayers will continue. We can assure you of that. Yeah. But we're so happy to hear this beautiful praise report, folks. Absolutely. So, and you, you got to keep a sense of humor, right? Yeah. You just have to indeed. through all this. And we have to give glory to God when prayers are answered and God mm-hmm. does beautiful things like this, like he did in Danny's life. So, um, yeah, beautiful. You can hear the gratitude in Danny's yeah. heart. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is beautiful. That's the best, best way to describe that call. So let's hear what Joy has to say in Grants Pass, Oregon, on his Mercy Radio. Hi, Joy. Hi. This must be Nurse Cancer Survival Day. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I called uh, about a month or less ago, and I asked for prayer, you know, because I'm facing pancreatic cancer, and... Um, so I I was praying at that time uh, and uh, that I would get an appointment soon, and so I, I had my appointment on the 25th of January last Thursday, and I got scheduled for surgery on the 5th this coming Monday, mm-hmm. and they're going to remove 60% of my pancreas, my spleen, my gallbladder, but um, and then after six weeks they're going to follow with chemo, starting the chemo radiation therapy stuff. But I asked him, okay, so after all this, what or you know, what does it look like my outlook? And he said he expects a hundred percent survival. Or I don't know how you can say a hundred percent. He's very hopeful that everything will be taken care of and. I just, I'm just so grateful for your prayers, and um, thank you. And then, oh, I found a wonderful cathedral in San Francisco that I went to, St. Dominic. Oh, And nice. you had said that uh, Divine Mercy, um, mm-hmm. you love that, uh, mm-hmm. Jesus, I trust in you. And um, so St. Dominic, I was looking over the cathedral after I attended there and praying, and here it was this divine mercy uh, um, painting of mm-hmm. Jesus, and then uh, the words right below Jesus, I trust in you. And that was right um, right before my appointment, because I went there first thing in the morning, and then my appointment was scheduled for one. So, And um, they were able to get, you know, my pre-op testing done the next day, and then I was able to fly back home to Oregon, and so to rest before surgery. So I'm just very, very grateful and uh, feel feel very strong and hopeful. And my family is uh, scared, but they're um, they're hopeful too, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, you you you're demonstrating first of all your name being Joy, so you're keeping the joy. You you are demonstrating that hope and that peace. And I love that. And Jesus, we trust in you. And so we are joining you in that prayer. And we're going to pray for for all the medical staff around you, everything that you are going to be experiencing. We want it to be a joy-filled process in all things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks for taking the time to call in, Joy. As you know from the show, we have the Take-Two family around the world. We'll be lifting you up in prayer. But what great news. That prognosis just sounds fantastic. 
And it is, it really is a time a for joy. Surgery. Yeah. It is, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Time for joy and, and her family and all of us to trust. You know, Jesus, I trust in you for sure. Well, and here's the thing. We could be going into these really difficult situations and we can go in with a a sense of fear and and angst and all sorts of things. Or we can go in saying, no, we're going to experience joy, peace, love, everything. The, The fruits of the spirit, folks. We'll be right back on Unscripted here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Stay with us. Take two with Jerry and Debbie and you. We're glad you're listening. And if there's something that is kind of prompting you to maybe call in and want to discuss here on the program today, you set the table with your topics of interest, 833-288-3986 is the number, 833-288-3986. Elizabeth has been holding uh, patiently in New Hampshire, listening on Sirius XM 130 this afternoon. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, thank you very much for taking my call. Sure. Um, I just have a, I just have a quick question about the Freemasons. Um, when I went through Crucio, the group said, oh, no, you don't want anything to do with the Freemasons. And then I noticed in our local Catholic um, Facebook group that someone was talking about Freemason uh, breakfast they had. And they said, oh, no, they're fine. We have a relationship with the Knights of Columbus. And I just thought maybe Debbie, with her experience with the demonology, or, or, or you yourself, you might be able to just give me a little information on Freemasons. Are they are they Catholic affiliated? Are they something no, that it's okay no. to? No, have- no. Actually, it's really problematic, uh, Elizabeth. Actually, there's a lot of. Um, documentation and, and information out there so that people can navigate this. And I know that there, that there have been a lot of organizations that have tried to team up, if you will, or, you know, having some kind of partnership, like they share a building together or they share a, a certain project together. It's very dangerous on many levels. So here's what I'm going to suggest, Elizabeth, if you can do this. I will, after the show, I'll pull two articles that can really help you and you can take them to that Knights of Columbus council and share with them that this is not correct Catholic teaching at all. If that's, if that's indeed what they're doing is, uh, is somehow, um, you know, sharing that this is somehow, um, okay. It's not, um, it's, it's very, it's very dangerous. And there's a, it's, it would take a whole entire show. Adam, Adam and I did, I think two shows on Freemasonry on the spirit world. You can look those up on the archives of the uh, podcasting of EWTN, the spirit world, and you can look those up. We did two, we dedicated two episodes, uh, to the Freemasons. Um, but I will post, I'll send Ace McKay, our producer, these two articles and he will, um, he's so quick and and great at it. He'll get them up on take two show.com. And then you can, you could take those and, and that'll be a starting conversation point to maybe help 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 the people in the club on that online group and also help if indeed somehow the Knights of Columbus are involved with them. Does that help, Elizabeth? So much. Oh, that is, I am so, I am so grateful. Thank you so, so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very dangerous and it, and it stands uh, opposed to everything we believe in as, uh, uh, as Catholics. Do you know anything about the Freemasons, Jerry? 
Well, I know quite a bit. Um, I, I do know that, um, you know, the Code of Canon Law, um, at one point, 1917 Code of Canon Law was explicit in, uh, in imposing a penalty of excommunication for joining uh, Masonic Lodge. And uh, because the rev revised Code of Canon Law was not explicit on that point, a lot of people assumed that it had been abrogated, but it had not. And mm -hmm. so the Doctrine of the Faith, Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, came out with a statement uh, in 1983. Through, 83, uh, I believe. 83, saying mm -hmm. that the uh, mm -hmm. the penalty was still in force. So of the church sin. does take it very, very seriously, mm -hmm. yes. I mean, it, yeah. it, there's not, excommunication is not imposed for that many things, you know. Yeah, it's just very dangerous on many levels, Elizabeth. I would stay far away from it um, if, if indeed they are Freemasons. Some say they, you know, some use that word loosely. You know, you have to really make sure, because I don't think they understand a lot of it. Um, but I, I would, I would kind of distance yourself from from a group that is aligned anywhere with those um, those beliefs. Thank you so much. This information is so helpful. I will take the information and I'll pass it on to some of the knights that I know. I just didn't want the younger gentlemen who sometimes get attracted to the free breakfast and scholarship breakfast. You don't want to get the youth involved in that, where yeah, I Knights right. of Columbus tend to be an older group. And I just thought, is this really something you want to say is okay to do on a Facebook page as Catholic? Mm -hmm. So yeah. I can't thank you enough. Thank you oh, very, very much for what you do. Oh, thank you, Elizabeth. Well, that's kind of like the Shriners Hospital, right? That that's the that's the um, the public um, kind of poster face, face, face of, of for the for the Freemasons, and it's 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 very. You got to really research things and who's behind everything, and so uh, something going out uh, out front in the public may sound great, and it is. Those hospitals are fabulous. They're helping children. I mean, everybody wants to help children, but behind it, there's uh, there's real spiritual issues with it. Yeah. Okay, glad we could help out with that. 833-288-3986. Unscripted, what would you like to discuss today on the program? Matt Gabensky is waiting by the phone for you to call 833-288-3986. Okay, Jim in uh, on Long Island, I should say, uh, listening on Sirius XM 130. Jim, thanks for waiting. Welcome to the program. Hey, thanks. I appreciate the program. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, I just... my. It's more of, I guess I'm going to be asking you for your job coaching aspect, uh, okay. because my, my wife and I were, I mean, I'm an old Catholic, so I'm not ever leaving the church, would never even consider it, that type of thing. But I have uh, a gay daughter, I have three daughters, and, uh, and through my whole life, I've listened to the you know Catholic Church with the gay thing. It always made me a little angry that... Uh, you know, they're still God's people, and they had sort of a, that negative attitude toward them. And so, you know, of course, she's never been to the church. But um, for me, my wife and I were talking about getting our wedding wedding vows renewed. And after I thought about it, when I thought about what the priest did, I was an altar boy many, many years, you know, for, many, for four years when I was a kid, went to Catholic school and um, to eighth grade. But that what the priest did back, uh, and, and you know, I guess the court cases are still going on. It kind of drew a line from me of like, I, I believe in all the sacraments, but there's something that took something out of me that I don't want to deal with the priest anymore. I'm not buying their gig, so to speak. I'm not buying their, you know, I know they have, I know I can go to God directly. I don't need a priest to go to God directly. But I used to have, I used to think that there was a spiritual element of it. Um, not just, and I respect them because I know, you know, I, I respect what the priests do, but 
it took something out of me that, um, and again, I'm not gonna, I'm not saying I'm not going to church or anything like that. I'm going to follow the rules to to the dime, but mm-hmm. I guess it just ticked me off that they can criticize gay people, which ultimately, in my argument, is who cares about people's sex life? But nonetheless, and meanwhile, the priests are doing what they were doing in that other thing, and it's like, well, just ignore that. Let's, let's just focus why we're not going to accept gay people. And I, I like what St. Francis did. I mean, uh, Pope Francis, you know, in the right. I know that's very controversial, not for me. But I, so what is what do you say? And there might be other people like me that see this. Sure. I don't want to say hypocrisy, but it okay. just doesn't feel right. And so I said, no, we're not going to get him blessed. I'm done with that stuff. Okay, so a couple things I just wanted to ask you for clarification purposes, Jim. Um, are you, is this a convalidation that you're having, or just that you're just going to meet with a priest and and do some kind of informal uh, renewal of vows? Is this an actual convalidation that you went through the annulment process and everything, and you know you you became um, um, in line with with the church and its teachings, and then you're going to have a convalidation? No, no, no. It was just going to go there because uh, you know I, I'm. I'm very old school about, you know, like Mary and just having, you know, my house is full of statues, but just having the blessing. I like all my things that are, I like all my medals blessed. I like all my statues of Mary and everything else. No, no, it it was more to be an informal thing, get the family together. And I thought about it. I'm not going to live like a hypocrite anymore about what I feel in my heart that they screwed up royally on that. And yet they still are pointing fingers at people that they shouldn't be pointing at fingers. This is a lovely woman like a lot of them are. I mean, I'm very familiar right. with the gay but, community. Right. But so Jim, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not buying that gig anymore. Oh, okay. I, I understand. I understand where you're come from is the, the, the human... Um, the human error and what people do in their sinful nature with the choices they make. And that includes, you know, what priests, if they make their choices or lay people or whatever, I, I totally understand your come from, but I, I really just want to uh, talk to, to you soul to soul. Okay. And that is that this is, this is your marriage. I, it sounds like a 20, 20 year anniversary. I think that's what I read. Um, a beautiful sacramental marriage and you want to have it, um, you know, uh, blessed um, just to have that beautiful stream of graces. This is about you, Jim, and your sacramental marriage. Okay, please, please, I'm begging you, don't allow, um, you know, not so good priests or not so good laity or not so good shepherds or not so good whatever, okay, Uh, people making mistakes and and things happening because there are people that are, are really doing it well and doing it in line with God and, and they're winning God's favor for doing it, um, the the right way. And what I mean by that is everybody, everybody, I think if we're, if we're formed even a tiny bit in the faith, Jim, we know what's right with God and we know what's not right with God. It's, it's really, it's really quite simple. Okay. So we know what, what is pleasing to God. And, and honestly, Jim, I don't really think about other priests or laity or anybody else, not even some of my family members and, and, you know, extended uh, family members. I think about, I work on my own soul and my relationship with God and you have a beautiful marriage. Don't let any, don't let any person or anything, you know, uh, burst that bubble. It, this is a beautiful thing you have with God, with the graces. And if we can separate that and focus on that, I think you would be a, a much more, um, at peace, you know, a Catholic, 
Otherwise, if we get caught up in the priest scandal or this is what's happening or what came out of the Vatican or whatever, we're going to get all over the place and we, we're not going to focus and our relationship with God, it gets strained. Do you see where I'm going with this, Jim? You almost have to separate it. What do you think? No, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, and it makes sense. It does. And I'm glad you're saying it. Um, my, my only little, I guess it's because it's, it's a daughter. It's not like it's a friend. So I've lived with this for 40 years. And um, it just, it, you know, it's like when you draw that line and say, I'm done with this. I sort of like, I, I drew a line and I don't even know where it came from. It just sort of like ebbed out of me, like as if it was like nothing off. Right, um, right. I don't know. So, but no, right, I, but, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. And, um, I certainly will uh, talk to my wife about that. Because okay. I'm the one okay. that still go either way. It's me that sort of said, said you know, I'm going to finally stand yeah. firm on this and make a decision. Because I'm so superstitious about old Catholic. Um, uh, I grew up in a family where you lost something. You buried you buried a statue and you, you prayed and, you know, and all that. And we mm-hmm. all went to school, uh, church, like uh, five kids and the parents lined up. Not religiously every Sunday, so I mean mm-hmm. that's not changing. But. Yeah, I, I, all I could add, Jim, to what Debbie said is just, uh, you know, like like she said, you know, the you, the only one who would miss out on something here would be you and you and your wife, I think, because, you know, it is really about, you know, your marriage, your vows, and, and the graces that will come with that. And, you know, who knows, you know, God could do, you know, the more grace that we have in our lives, you know, the more God is going to work in our lives, and we're going to be closer to Him and understand right. His will and His ways. And, and and it's all about it's all about seeking holiness personally and and Jim of course in a marriage the uh, the role of the spouses is to get the other one to heaven so you've got a chance to get some some real beautiful graces here so I would echo what Debbie said I would encourage you to prayerfully just rethink that and maybe go ahead and and, and move forward with that renewal of vows. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks, Jim. Thanks welcome. for trusting yeah. us with this. Uh, we appreciate it so very much. We're, we're journeying yeah. together as the body of Christ, and that's how we want to roll here on Take Two. So thank you, Jim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 833-288-3986. Let's go to... We have um, a deacon. Yeah, Deacon Paul is calling from the West Coast, <laughs> listening on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Deacon Paul. Hi, Deacon Paul. Hi, good morning. Hi, how are you both doing? Doing well. Great. How about you? Good. I'm doing great. I, I just wanted to have a little bit of response for uh, Jim. I know he had a hard time with all the abuse of what happened with the church. Um, my personal story was that when I heard about the abuse, I became a deacon to actually show that there are good people that represent what they believe. And I went through a lot of flack of uh, joining the church from not only coworkers but uh, friends because of all that. But I still stood by what I felt, because it goes a lot deeper than that. Uh, it goes to the more spiritual level of souls. I also have a brother-in-law who is, who is gay, and also have uh, gay uh, family, uh, friends. And the thing is, is that they are still people, and we pray for their souls. I'm not condemning anybody, but it's like, we have to do what we have to do to take care of others. And that's why, when you feel something so strong, you don't leave something that you think is sinking, that's when you get stronger and plug up the holes and represent something stronger as what's in your heart. Don't deny people of who, of who they are because they're still God's children. But at the same time, we have to um, be strong in our faith and not let what other people's wrongs affect us because 
you have it your own family, you have it all over the place, but you still pray for those people who need help, even if it is clergy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just inspired just a couple quick thoughts from me, Deacon Paul. First of all, thank you for calling in. Thank you for being a deacon, especially mm-hmm. uh, swimming against, against the tide. You said a little bit you got some flack for doing that. Um, ultimately, you know, we're responsible for our own souls. That doesn't mean we don't pray for other people. What I do um, without judging anyone is I just simply say, Father, bless him, bless her with whatever they need at this moment to know you, to love you, and to serve you. Whatever that is, wherever a person happens to be in their life, we are all sinful, we are all struggling, but we are all, as you said, you know, children created by God in his image and likeness, and we must lead with love and lead with prayer. We must pray fervently, and like I said, it's just, to, to me, it's just a very simple thing. Lord, if, if you know, I just pray whoever, this person, bless this person where they are with whatever they need to draw near to you. And God, know, God knows better than any of us what that is. So I just kind of leave it in God's hands at that, Debbie. I don't know if you've got yeah, any. Yeah, no, I, I echo everything you're saying, and, and I agree. Deacon Paul, beautiful um, what you were sharing for Jim. I hope Jim was listening or he goes back and, and listens again. And and that's what I just love about our clergy, you know, the ones that are that are really um, uh, taking it on 100% and, and investing all of themselves and their souls into their ministry like you, Deacon Paul. You know we're gonna. It's gonna bear great fruit, and it is. And we have to. We have to stay with that and get stronger. Not not run away and not not feel like it's going to to change if we if we leave. It's gonna get worse if we leave. So we must stay. And so Deacon Paul, I totally affirm that. And thank you so much for calling in at just the right time. And God bless you both. Thank, thank you, Deacon. You. Appreciate that. Wouldn't you agree with that? If it, if you jump, it's it's not going to. Uh, it's not going to help. Mm-hmm. You right. know, doesn't help the situation. Well, That's if you happen to just stronger. tune in, and or maybe you can't listen live, maybe this is a rare occasion when you can listen to our show live. It does Encore Take Two with Jerry and Debbie at midnight Eastern Time on most of these EWTN stations. So make a note of that. Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you. In fact, maybe you listened today, you called in and you got on the show and you want to hear how you sounded, but you can listen a little bit later on at midnight. Listen <laughs> yeah. to yourself on the radio. Yeah. Wheeling we, in Houston, Texas. I hope I got your name correct. And from Guadalupe Radio Network. Welcome. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I, um, I have too much to ask, but uh, I'm just thinking about my best friend. She has a, um, a teen, uh, I think he around 18, 19 now. Um, he said, he, um, my, 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 my best friend asked him to go to church. He went, but he said he did not believe in God, the Catholic teaching. And he supports all the, uh, the transgender, the gay issue, and um, uh, abortion and all that. So my friend really, um, I know he, uh, uh, God people the endorse. He keep on trusting God and prayer. But it's really torn her heart because that is the oldest uh, 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 son, and he still has younger brother and sister. Um, parallel with that, her husband uh, believes in the same house for at least like 10 years now, but he, he did not uh, attend the family activity, not even go to confession, and there's no communication between um, my best friend and him, so it seems like it's a lot for her to teaching her children and um, try to uh, 
um, like take care of the oldest son so that, uh, and then her husband. So she really hopes pray that uh, for both of them about their soul. And um, she said that it's nothing, uh, everything on earth is just temporarily. And her job is as a wife and a mom. Um, he, he, she doesn't want her son or husband, you know, uh, losing their soul because so many years they they. They, they did not like go back to the church. So mm-hmm. I um today when I listen to your soul and like when we ask to pray for people, it just like torn my heart when I I think about her, her husband, her, her son, and on what she will do. Mm-hmm. So um what? I just uh, ask a lot of people to pray can uh God change the husband and the son so that they. They can uh, go back to the church. Yeah, Wee Ling, thank you for your call. We can hear how this is burdening you. And, and, well, it should. There's a lot of moving parts here. And the only thing that I can really, uh, it really comes to my mind and my heart right now is just simply, if you can, in your mind, in your heart, you've got all these people here that that are at various places of wanting to be with God or not be with God, believe or not believe, and, and different relationship dynamics and all of that. I would say just grab them all, scoop them all up, bundle them together, and just kind of present them to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And the best place to do that is in Mass. If you go to if you go to Mass, certainly on weekends, but even daily Mass, we have the opportunity to place anybody or anything on that paten with the consecrated host, the body of, of Jesus, which is also the blood. Uh, there are both species in each one, but also in the chalice with the precious blood. And just offer them up to the Lord and just say, Lord, you know what all these dynamics are. Um, better than I do, and you want them all fixed more than I do. And as Debbie suggested earlier on this episode of the show, ask Our Lady Undoer of Knots to be present there because there is no matter that she doesn't care for, there's no matter that Jesus doesn't care for, that they can't handle, and nobody more powerful than, of course, Jesus and and our Blessed Mother. So, Debbie, I don't Mm -hmm. know if you've got any. I've got everything in the book, so just, just to know, be assured of our prayers, okay? Thank you very much. Yeah, Absolutely. A lot of prayers. Be at peace, yeah. yes. Um, we just got a message from one of our Take Two family members reminding me of Father Chris Alar. He did a video back about talking about uh, the, the Catholic Church and then, and then um, sharing how it's uh, like Noah's Ark. He said, and you got Noah's Ark, you, you want to stay on the Ark, because even though it's, it's messy and, and, and things happen there, but if you get off the Ark, you drown. So he, mm. he, he did that as a comparison to the church. So that's very interesting. Great analogy, yeah. Great analogy. Uh, winding down this uh, unscripted show, we'll probably end with Marilee in Erie, Pennsylvania, listening on the Station of the Cross. Hello, Marilee. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Hey, you guys had a, ca- a caller on Monday during your um, uh, show on uh, out-of-body experiences, and the guy's mm-hmm. name was Danny. He was an Iraqi war veteran. Mm-hmm. Oh, do, you re- do you remember him, Debbie? Oh, oh, yes. I asked him to email. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, go right ahead, Marilyn. He needs to write a book. He needs to write a book. And, and that book has to go to Mel Gibson and Mark Wahlberg because it would make a blockbuster. You know, I, I mean, completely agree. So many people will need that. I mean, first of all, it shows how horribly our veterans are treated by our government, which has been going on for, I don't know, over 100 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, But so many people are going to need that because we're in a bad situation right now and things are going to go to hell in a handbasket real quick. So people are going to need that to be able to hang on to that kind of faith that that man has. 
and had during his whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. I mean, he never should have been put through all what he was put through, but it was. But it was he was put through it to edify the rest of us and to teach the rest of us. Right. So we, if you can do anything to get him to write a book on that, I think it would be really, really very well received and mm-hmm. very, um, very edifying for a whole lot of people. I completely agree with you. And so, Danny, in Virginia Beach, Virginia, if you're listening, or if your wife, I believe Kelly, is listening, please, you heard Marilee, you need to uh, get a manuscript together, write a book, contact people. There are a lot of Christian film production companies, Marilee, that are, that are taking these um, projects on. So that's, that's, uh, that's exciting. That would really, I mean, I think it would be a blockbuster. I mean, it'd be a cliffhanger. It really would be, and it would just show show the glory of God. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Well, way Beautiful, to go. Yeah, yeah that was uh, the show this week that I wasn't on. It sounds like I missed a good one. It's really good, really, really good. And um, we had a lot of beautiful uh, testimonies and a lot of um, just wonderful stories of of survival thriving, you know, really uh, just a lot of strength. And that's what I love about the Take-Two family. You guys are so strong. I love you guys so very much. We both do. I think I can... I can adequately and, and, and uh, speak for Jerry because we talk about you guys all the time in a good way. We always say how much we love you. Yeah, I actually, I was just going to say exactly what you just said. That's the, uh, that's the beauty of this show. You know, it's you. It's you, the Take-Two family. So thanks for making this another uh, great episode. And we really appreciate your, your listenership, your prayers for us, please. Uh, you, you, you come to us on our prayer shows like tomorrow. We have our Whom or What Are You Praying For show. We'll do that tomorrow. So bring your prayer intentions. Be thinking and praying overnight about what you would like to pray for or whom you would like to pray for. And we will uh, have all, offer all of those up tomorrow on the show. But like I say, we rely on your prayers as well, you know, because we're here. We're, we're human beings just like you. We attempted. We struggle. We are uh, attacked by the enemy a lot for doing the work that we do. So we appreciate you lifting us up. Please do so each and every day if you'd be so kind. Absolutely. Thank you so much to the show team. Matt, you did an awesome job. Ace, as always, you're the best. And Rich on social media. Way to go, show team. And you guys, this is the end of January. Can you believe it? So tomorrow, whom or what are you praying for? Until then, have a beautiful and blessed day. We ask St. John Bosco, please pray for all of us.